Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> TPP's back. <laughs> Say hello, Fred. What's up? I missed you, man. I know. I missed you. Like, wow, I missed everything about it, but it was a great break. It was. It was nice. Nice to kind of, you know, have a have a Sunday where I could just relax, focus on the family, you know? Yeah, yeah. I had a – I mean, gosh, dude, I feel like I haven't talked to you in ages. I mean, there's – I know. I feel like the intro might run a little heavy this week. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. I miss, you know, the listeners, man. I mean, I hope you guys had a good couple weeks and – yeah, you know, luckily, I mean, we have our weekly podcast coming back for the foreseen future, but it was nice to take a break. And, um, you know, it was funny to watch the downloads like we we had a bunch of people going back to the old episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so people got to play catch up on some of our old work while we took a rest. Yeah. So yeah. They must have missed us, too. Right, right. Uh, so how was your Memorial Day? It was good. It was good, man. That seems like a long time ago, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I, we have to know. Like, we have yeah. to know. Yeah, it was good. It was, uh, we just spent some time uh, hanging out with the family. Uh, we went over to a friend's house and hung out with them for a little bit. Uh, you know, kids got in the pool and we grilled nice. out. And yeah, it was, it was nice. It was nice. Time. Henry didn't poop in the pool. No, 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 not not yet. Yeah, I feel like that's got to be coming. Uh, I really <laughs> hope not, man. I really hope not. Says so your pool. Uh, your pool is in order. My pool is in order. Uh, we're getting there. I'm still kind of still trying to balance the chemicals. Perfect, but I'm, I'm not quite there yet. But I'm close enough. You're like good enough. Yeah. Yep. That's the point yep. you got to get to. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we swam in a little bit this week. And uh, yeah, Henry actually, uh, he's like, Dad, I got to get out. I got to go to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, let's do it. And as I'm helping him out of the pool, I'm like, wait, you got to pee or you got to poop? And he's like, I just got to pee. I'm like, oh, okay, just go in the corner. <laughs> uh, in the pool? No, no, outside oh, of the pool. As, as I was getting say. him out of the pool. Yeah, just go over yeah. there in the corner by the fence. You're fine. Yeah. It's funny, kids, you know, it's great when they, they're that age and they really don't want to pee in the pool, but I'm, half the time you're thinking like, man, just go in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of annoying almost. I am not going to uh, tell him that because I that's know. when we get poop in the pool. I know. But like <laughs> we were, um, we went to my family's lake, you know, yeah. and because I'm so poor. Your poor, your poor yeah. family's <laughs> lake. Private lake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my great grandpa built this lake mind you but um we went to the lake and you know i had a lot of potty breaks to go pee because there's a we have a porta john out there and i'm like uh -huh. just go in the lake and they're like no <laughs> i'm like come on i said the fishies do it but i couldn't get him to pee in the lake so yeah <laughs> well at this age i think that's uh that's a good thing no, yeah, you're right. Like, like you said, it's you got to encourage the good behavior. Um, yeah. I mean, so we spent a couple days at the lake. 
We took the puppy out to the lake for the first time. That was fun. How'd he do? She did great out there. Well, there one day, it was Saturday, we allowed dogs. But on the main day that the family was going to be out there, the, the rule was no dogs because yeah. it just gets insane. Dogs are chaos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the one day, you know, she was running with the dogs and my cousin has a few labs and uh, my other cousin, same family. Gosh, they have a, well, one family has like eight dogs. So <laughs> anyways, they have um, English Mastiffs, which they're pretty oh, cool dogs. Goodness. Yeah, they're huge. They're big, big dogs. Big dogs, but they're really uh, docile, you know, like gentle. Yeah, gentle giants. Unlike my, you know, Kane Corso Mastiff, he was kind of crazy. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, so it was good to get the pup out there and let her. Yeah. She can, she can swim. Uh, so that's All good. All right. Yeah, she. At a young jumped, age. She jumped right in and her <laughs> lab instincts kicked in. Yeah, that was funny. Good. <laughs> good deal but then you know after that we you know monday we woke up and did the murph which i went mm -hmm. we did it at my house it was brock uh me and uh one of his friends mm -hmm. it's always a good you know we talked about it before good way to start memorial day it was tough sure uh, got got it done it was funny brock it was his first murph ever and we uh, grabbed my dad's pull-up bar and brought it out to my house. So we had two bars. Yep. And, um, yeah, we had some music playing, getting after it. Well, Brock took off to run his first mile, and he's wearing one of the Eagle vests that uh, I yeah. used to sell. I still have a couple. It's a plate carrier that has a drawstring that you can pull, and then the vest falls off. Like, it's made specifically uh. – for combat situation if for some reason that vest needs to come off you can pull this cord and yeah. uh every the plate carrier like drops into like six pieces right so he yeah. was he was running his first mile uh we run the big loop around my neighborhood which is a pretty good three laps yeah. a mile i mean it's a big loop you got a hill in there too yeah like the whole thing is uphill <laughs> so, if that makes any sense yeah it's constant incline but somehow <laughs> it feels like it but he was about half he was about as far away from my house as possible and i think he he didn't have it rigged qu quite right and the plate carriage just <laughs> <laughs> turned into a million pieces oh, that's pretty funny. So then half of his first mile he had to carry his plate carrier back <laughs> in, in his arms uh that's so funny. that was kind of funny yeah <laughs> yeah but uh oh, man so he did the rest of the workout with no vest because <laughs> it takes a I was like, yeah. man, I could put it back together, but it's going to take me a second to remember. Like, let's just go. He's like, yeah, let's just, <laughs> let's just hammer through it. <laughs> yeah. That's but, um, funny. Freaking, you know, my cousin Paige, right? Yeah, of course. So she's getting married and her husband did the Murph. And he's mm -hmm. actually in the hospital still. He got rabbed up. What? Yeah. What? From the MRF. Holy yeah, shit. He might he might have got released this morning, but I mean I think he's fine, but they've kept him overnight and stuff because it's like the protein in his yeah. blood or yeah, rhabdomyolysis. Yeah. 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 Like uh I don't know if 
for their listeners that haven't heard of this, it's like a it's a condition that occurs when your muscles like break down a lot during like intense yeah. exercise. It, or- it's when when you work out like way too way, way too, too much. much for your body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, you see it uh, uh, sometimes like strength coaches on a football team getting fired for it uh, yeah. because all of his players start to suffer from this condition (laughs) because he he like wouldn't let them take a break after like a four-hour workout (laughs) yeah you usually see it in really intense uh, yeah which the murph is intense but the thing is trevor's in pretty good he's in really good shape yeah he's said that um Paige said they've been doing CrossFit every week, like four days a week, and they were. He said wow. they were training for the Murph and all this, and yeah, she said he woke up. Said he went golfing after they did the Murph, and then later that night, his like, you know, he had some discomfort in his biceps. It was from the pull-ups. Um, yeah. that's where the Raptors started or whatever. Um, uh-huh. And then, yeah, then he went to bed that night, and he woke up the next morning, and he looked like Popeye. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> then they had to go to the hospital, and yeah, they, he's still yeah. there. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow, it's crazy. It is. I, I yeah, like the only I learned about Rabdo, like I read David Goggins' first book, yeah. "Can't Hurt Me," and like he got Rabdo after like a hundred mile race. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. like a one hour workout. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also yeah. heard. Of, I don't know. I've also heard of people getting it from um they call them GHD sit-ups. Have you ever heard of those? It's a no. It's kind of a popular CrossFit lift. So you get on a glute ham machine, you know what I'm talking about there? You like yep. climb up on it and your legs lock in and you're doing a um, glute ham raises on this machine. Mm-hmm. Well, a, a GHD sit-up is you turn around backwards on that glute ham and then you're doing uh sit-ups but you're like hyperextending your abs backwards. So that's kind of a CrossFit thing. I know a girl in town that, I mean, and Jess has done them too. This is like a big CrossFit movement for whatever reason, just because I guess because it's hard and it sucks, but it doesn't take very long. And you're, you got so many muscles in your abdomen. And if you're like untrained and you go ham with no pun intended, if you go ham at doing (laughs) GHD sit-ups, it's an easy way to get rabbed though, because it just tears you up. And if you're not conditioned, yeah. you just can't, you just can't. I, right. I probably couldn't. I mean, my hand up, like my core's not where it should be, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. Yes. <laughs> it never is. But yeah, the other news, Um, I don't know. I think that's, a, I think that's about it. I, I got a lot of stupid notes in my intro from, Stuff I want to tell you, but I hadn't talked to you. The only other thing over the weekend, we played a lot of volleyball. Yeah. Uh, the volleyball games out at that lake get <laughs> intense, let me tell you. Uh, if you are not a volleyball player, <laughs> don't play. <laughs> Feelings get hurt. Feelings get hurt. They do. Luberg's really want to win. Yeah. But. <laughs> And then I so I we played a, like three games of volleyball, and then uh, which that was intense and it was fun. It's a blast. But um, then I got on Slade's dirt bike and went around the lake, which I'd had a few drinks at the time. And uh, it's a big bike. It's a four fifty KX or something. It's a big bike. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's such a big bike. Like 
I'm six two, and when I get on it, you know, I can't just sit on it with my feet planted. Like I'm on one toe, I'm on like my tippy toes and stuff. Yeah, so I got. I decided it was a good idea. He's like, take my bike, you know, down the dam and back. I'm like, okay. So and I said, <laughs> I told him, I hopped on. I started. I said, I'm going to lap around the lake. And he said, you won't make it. I said, yeah, I will. So I took <laughs> off in my. I had hey dudes on and shorts, mind you. This is not a good idea. Uh, no. <laughs> and I only no, had. Sounds terrible already. This is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. So I had a, and the lake, the lake trails are no joke. It's 800 acres, and they're steep hills. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's, it's rough. So I got about little ways around, and I stalled the bike out. Okay, so that's not cool. And dude, it was so hard to start that bike. Because I had freaking like slippers on, essentially. Yeah. I like about broke my foot trying to start it and I could not start the bike. So I ended up co starting it. Uh, <laughs> like run it down the hill, pop the clutch. Anyways, I ended up getting about three quarters of the way around it. And I guess they come looking for me because I, I had to take a break too. But dude, I got exhaust burns on my calves. Oh man. I got. <laughs> My freaking ankle was all cut up, and it was just hard. It was intense, but I was almost around. They finally found me. He's like, Slade rolls up in the razor. He's like, you want me to finish it off? He's like, you made it farther than I thought you would, actually. I'm like, yeah, I just got through all the hard hills and stuff, but I was stalled out. My foot hurt from trying to start the bike. I'm like, yeah, just take this thing. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Um, Not a good decision. Uh, I wish I could have made it all the way around, though, but dude. Yeah, my foot. So I rolled into the Murph really sore from the dirt bike and the volleyball. I couldn't believe how sore I was that morning. <laughs> yeah. We got it done. Oh, I bet. Well, did you see anything patriotic this week? Yeah. Uh, so first off, shout out to Victoria Harvey of Watkins Memorial High School. That is the uh, that's the school district that my kids will attend. That's the one here in town. Nice. Uh, she won the state championship um, in pole vault, Division wow. One girls state champion. Uh, her her vault was thirteen feet three inches. Wow. Second second place got twelve. <laughs> she won by over a foot. <laughs> what a beast. Wow. That's pretty cool. I mean, pole vaults, yeah. uh, man, I have you ever tried pole vault, Jake? No, they wouldn't <laughs> let me because they didn't have <laughs> they didn't have a pole that was big enough to support my weight, right? Because if it's if you use too small of a pole, it'll snap. And that's when like people die when their pole snaps, right? It'll snap and impale you. <laughs> right. You fall on it. <laughs> you so could, yeah I'd, i would have to use like a telephone pole yeah yeah <laughs> be pretty cartoonish but, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i went i tried it out because our buddy austin he kind of he, he was, was pretty, he was very good yeah decent pool water but he was i don't know in retrospect he's probably a little bit too heavy still i mean to be elite i don't yeah. know really what 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 does the ideal pole vaulter look like i don't know maybe you got to find a picture of that girl (laughs) i would i would think that they would have a you know pretty big arms and shoulders slender bill but then they they gotta have some it's like a skinny 
you have to be able to first carry the pole, right? And then second, <laughs> yeah, you, gotta... you, you have to put it in the hole and be able to bend it to kind of slingshot you up, right? Yeah, it's a so it's you, art. It is, yeah. It takes a lot of practice for sure. Yeah. It's, it's not like, something you can just walk into. It's like the pole vaulters at track, they just, you know, that's all they do. Like the whole practice, it felt like. like yeah. <laughs> like this is my yeah, thing. So, <laughs> they're, they're like kickers in football. Because <laughs> you don't have enough time to do all the other stuff. Because it's you don't, so, te no. so technical. Because like like long jump, you, it's, you just run, right? And then you jump. <laughs> Not the, necessarily. The high, <laughs> the high <laughs> jump, you know, you... It, that takes that takes that's an art as well you know you got to be able to like bend your body at the right time and jump off yeah. the foot at the right time so i mean but you know if you miss a high jump you you fall off the mat or whatever or, you know it, you're probably okay you miss a pole vault you could die <laughs> right i tried it a few times um a, a few days really like maybe two days and you know, I decided it wasn't for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you, you get, gotta... you, you run with that pool, then you plan it and you go up. And then like, if you don't make it over the hump, so you can like go to the mat, you're just like coming back down and falling on like right. the, the asphalt. <laughs> it's like awful. Not fun. <laughs> yeah, shout out to her for being a beast at it. Yep. Um, <laughs> so my Patriot of the week is, uh, is Hari Buddha Megar. Uh, he's from he's from Nepal. He's a Gurkha soldier. Um, wow! And he lost both of his legs in an IED explosion in 2010. And this year, he climbed Mount Everest despite being a double double amputee with no legs. No legs. Oh, he's got prosthetics, but oh, okay. I was gonna say like. <laughs> But still <laughs> okay wow that would still be an incredible challenge uh so oh he said my. he he started it on uh 4 on april 17th and he was delayed by like 18 days due to bad weather he had to like Gosh. just stay in a in a lodge up there before I, I he started his big climb <laughs> wow like all of his gear was frozen because it was so cold and snowy and everything and then he saw on his way up, he saw two bodies being dragged back down. Dead bodies? Yes, of course. I mean, I didn't know. Yeah, man. <laughs> that <laughs> that Everest stuff is crazy. Yeah. He, it sounds like he's lucky. I don't know if this is if he's out of the woods yet, but like people lose limbs to frostbite on Everest. Right. So he had well. two he didn't necessarily need to worry about that, right? No, like he's probably. <laughs> I'm assuming he, if he has fake legs, he's got functional arms and hands. Yeah, yeah. No, people lose fingers. That's very common. Uh, yeah, doing stuff like that. Yeah. Wow, what a feat! What a feat! Yes, yes, indeed. There was a guy locally uh, to us that just climbed Everest. We need to oh, we yeah? get bucket list. For a podcast guest, would be somebody who's climbed Mount Everest. I have to say that would be cool. Yeah. Um. So there's a Let's guy. In, there's a guy in Dublin. Uh, he's a little bit older than us. Just climbed Everest. I'd be. It'd be pretty cool to talk to somebody that's done that. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, nice. My Patriot this week is the 85-year-old man. His name is Santo Livio. Uh, this is in uh, New Jersey. I think it's Brunswick, New Jersey. Yeah, South Brun- Brunswick, New Jersey. Um, Santo gets up every morning, uh, kind of an old-timer, retired type guy. I mean, 85, pretty old. Uh, he got up at 5 a.m., and he smelled some smoke, and he thought that was kind of uh, odd. Ended up being some smoke coming out of his neighbor's garage, and he went over there, realized there was a fire, called the police, and saved a single father with four children from, uh, you know, the house burning down. So wow. Thought that was legit. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like I've, we've talked about this before, but <laughs> like, you know, do, seeing something and doing something, not just waiting around. You know, sometimes, you know, when if you wait for somebody else to take action, it's too late. So shout out to yeah. Santo for <laughs> in, investigating himself. And then, you know, I think he ended up pounding on the door and, you know, getting them up and getting them out of there before police arrived. Yeah, absolutely. A good Save on the him. Day. Save yep. the day. Um, absolutely. Well, man, I'm rusty. Real talk. <laughs> so this is kind of a tough topic, but. I'm going to start it out with a Bible verse, believe it or not. This is what kind of, this is what sparked uh, this thought. And I, I sent to you midweek, but it's Pro- Proverbs 610. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. And poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. So this is kind of like about complacency, right? It's kind of okay. like, um, yeah, what, I mean, what do you think? What does that Bible verse say to you? So say it again. Uh, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. Yeah, I think that's, like you said, <laughs> complacency. It's uh, if you If you stop working... When you're when you're sleeping, when you're resting, something's always coming for you. It's right. It's, you so that pushing. so that's kind of what sparked the topic. Yeah, like you can't. But, well, I mean, what this says to me, I, I, I thought it was interesting. I've always kind of thought this before, and you hear successful people say things like this. You know, there's like, I think it was a J.J. Watt has repeated this quote, like, uh, you know, success isn't permanent, and rents due every day. Yeah. You know, like if you're like whether you want it or not, like somebody's coming for you. It's an invisible oh, yeah. enemy, but it's poverty. And they even talk about this in the Bible. Like you cannot get complacent. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little rest when you should mm-hmm. be rising and getting up and doing the things you need to do. <laughs> and even in the Bible, it says poverty will come upon you like a robber. Mm-hmm. Like and I don't, it doesn't even matter 
what you're doing. If you, this applies to a lot of things, but in every aspect, even like even keeping your normal status quo life, even if you don't feel like you're doing something amazing or meaningful, like, but Mm -hmm. like, you know, you got to constantly be striving for your marriage. Like that is not having a great marriage in life is not final. That rent of your success that you've got thus far is due every day. Yep. Yeah. Um, It it took so much, it took so much time and effort to get to where you are now, no matter what we're talking about. I mean, think like you said, with your marriage, you know, you dated your wife for so long, you built this relationship and um, now you have, you know, you guys have been together for so long that it could, if you're, it dist- it gets destroyed even faster if you let it. So. <laughs> it it's even yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter like that you've if you've been with your wife for fifteen years. Guess what? There's someone out there that wants it. There's someone that wants to oh, yeah. steal what you've got. And, and you know, yep. if you become complacent and treat your wife like crap and maybe push her away, you have a bad day or a bad week or whatever. But it doesn't matter. Like you know, somebody wants that it's yours and you got to fight every day to be a good husband and a good father. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you just see your fruits of your labor just slip away right before your eyes. And just from being lazy. <laughs> yeah. Another kind of thing this makes me think about is like, you know how there's a quote, like, it's like, uh, I forget what it is. It's like the hardest or, uh, just showing up, half showing the, up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just showing up, half yeah. the battle. Well, that's yeah. not even that is not good enough. Right. I mean, well, that's a that's half the battle, right? <laughs> I mean, it's think, like, think about it. Think about it in like in workouts, right? You know, uh, physical fitness. You spend years, um, you know, trying to get trying to build strength, trying to get your bench press up or your mile time down or whatever. Right, and then you know you take a break and. When you come back, you go, you know, you, you go to the gym. It is, it's so hard to come first off, come back off of that break to get back in the gym. Yeah. But then going, going to the gym is not enough. You have to put in that effort. Even yeah. though you've reached your goal, you have to put in that effort to maintain your goal. Right. It's hard, man. It's hard. <laughs> and, and you see these people that go to the gym all the time. Right. And, you're, and they never and they they're they're consistent at showing up mediocrely like they you, they're going mm-hmm. to the gym all the time and they still look like crap and you're like well how comes they you know what why aren't they seeing any mm-hmm. results and it's like so it's like i don't even know why that quote popped in my head when it comes to you know complacency uh i guess because I, I guess it's because just showing up isn't even it's half the battle, sure, but it, if you just show up, it's not really enough. Uh, no, you got to show up with a purpose. You got to show up prepared. You got to show up ready to put out and make yourself better. Because otherwise, you're either gonna best case scenario is you stay the same. Uh, yeah. But at, at that point, it's like I guess. I mean, maybe some people's goal is to maintain in certain aspects of your life. I guess maintaining fitness is. You know, a notable thing. But what what if you're showing up and you have all you have a fitness goal? I mean, I mean, that's like just showing up. Uh, you know, sure, 
might maintain. Might. <laughs> might. <laughs> it's kind of where I'm getting at. So yeah. just, you know, if you're going to like go back to the Bible verse, like that's like almost rest. So if you think about that, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's like I realize not at all times in all aspect of aspects of your life, you know, it's hard to grow. Like you got all these different aspects of your life and it's hard to grow in all of them at the same time. Sometimes it's going to be disproportionate yeah. as long as you're in that upper trajectory. But sometimes you do get in bunks where your fitness is stagnant while you're trying to grow in other aspects mm -hmm. of your life. Maybe. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where I'm at right now where I'm having a hard time, um, you know, growing my fitness because <laughs> I'm growing my family, right? Yeah, I'm, gr right. I'm growing my career. And, right it's very know, important it, it, there's there's only so many hours in the day <laughs> and yeah it's it's tough but i you know i have to do a better job and i'm starting to do a better job of uh finding that time right. even if it's at three in the morning <laughs> i still have to still have to find the time right well as long as you're pursuing self-improvement that's great and i guess mm -hmm. part of the, where that conversation was, i was trying to make it go is you can't improve everything all at once you're gonna self-improve yeah. in some areas disproportionately while others remain stagnant hopefully i mean the goal should right. be hopefully you can maintain you know some of these improvements in other areas yeah. and you know not lose not not you know self-improve in your career and family and don't let your fitness go down maybe you have that on the maintenance uh you know routine but you know what I'm saying? It's it, it's hard to improve in everything, like you said, at once. So yeah. yeah. So I hope you guys are pursuing your goals. And uh, you know, in your 30s, your career and family life is very important. I mean, that moment you have your kids, what what your main you're looked at as the provider of your family, right? Um, mm -hmm. so that should be of utmost importance because you know, you see a lot of people, the gym rats that they have this great body and their fitness is elite, but it's like every other aspect of their life is like their loser. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't want to be that guy. No, you know? it's balanced. And and really when you're, when you're fo shifting your focus, you know, if, if you're training for a big race or something, you shift yeah. your focus to fitness and that takes away from family or from career or from whatever, but you have to still do enough to maintain those, right? You don't want to yeah. sell your entire thing. You know, when I'm focused, when I got a big project coming up at work, I focus more time at work, but I can't let that take away from my family or my fitness, right? It's a, right. there's a triangle. And while you might shift <laughs> to one side of the triangle, you don't yeah. want to shift all the way to that corner and forget the other two. It's almost like a Madden player and you can only, yeah. <laughs> like, like, what is this? it's like a you only... bulging bubble. Like I imagine yeah. a, a bubble within a triangle when you can, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. Contort it more towards one strength. Yeah. It's like the human, yeah. but you only have so much area that you can cover. That's yes. Time. <laughs> right. Right. That's it. And, and then there's sleep. You have to have sleep too. <laughs> I'll just laugh like a maniac right now. <laughs> they say it's not necessary. Sleep? I'm just, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I mean, also, it's like a what have you done lately kind of thing. Like The, the reason 
Oh, by the way, I finally signed up for the marathon I said I was going to do. That's that's yes. another thing that sprouted this. I've talked about it. I've signed up. So I've started um, a little hey, bit of training. That's half, that's half the battle. Half the battle <laughs> they, showing up. <laughs> they got my they got my money, ladies and gentlemen. We got it. <laughs> so I kind of started training for that a little bit, um, and it's kind of like you know I haven't done anything really hard like that in a while. Uh, that's really scared me. Something that's really gonna push my comfortable limits. And that's why I've signed up. Really developed that rhabdo. Yeah. I'm not going to get rhabdo. I'm, I'm going to show up prepared. I got a uh, program I'm going to do. Um, it's called Run With How. And uh -huh. that's what my brother-in-law used this guy's running program. Uh, his name's Hal Higdon. Uh, if you want to look up. It's a, it's a paid. You have to pay to get his program. But it worked for him. And I actually was... Sitting in a sauna with a guy, being weird sauna guy I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I was yeah. asking, I was talking to the guy. Well, this this is actually a funny side story, really. Uh, I the one guy beside me, I was like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Uh, it was an older guy, probably in his uh, early sixties. I was like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Like, I haven't seen you in a while. Blah blah blah. The guy's like, "I don't know who you are." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, th I was like, no, I've, I've talked to you a few times. It's just been a minute. He's like, uh, I said, I said, you know, my mom, blah, blah, blah. He's like, uh, who's your mom? <laughs> guy's like, <laughs> guys looks at me. He's like, I, I don't think we've spoken. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I got you mixed up with somebody else. <laughs> then, then I look over. I'm like, man, I've lost my shit. And then I look over he's this like, other guy. He's like stranger danger. Leave me yeah. alone, man. <laughs> with the with the mustache and all. So then I turn my head <laughs> slowly and look at the other person that's in the sauna. <laughs> and I'm like, after a couple minutes, I'm like, damn it, this guy looks familiar too. I said, like, what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> and then I look at the guys and <laughs> I say, not to sound crazy, I said, but I said, I think I know you too. <laughs> I said, didn't you come out to Luberg Lake like 10 or 12 years ago with my cousin Hannah? And I was so nervous saying that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just look like a freaking complete idiot <laughs> to the other guy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, actually, yeah. I said, yeah, you played volleyball and stuff with us too, right? He's like, yeah, I went out there. He's like, it's been a long time, like high school, <laughs> probably like 15 years ago. I'm like, I yeah. kind of remember you. I'm like, oh, I'm so relieved. Like, I wasn't wrong <laughs> twice. I, if if I would have been wrong two. there, <laughs> I would have just got out and left. Like, but weird sauna guy win. I did know that guy. <laughs> and he said, actually, you know, I'm helping Hannah out this year with uh, – running the zanesville half marathon hannah coordinates that yeah. and he yeah. said actually hannah's pregnant and she's going to be like nine months pregnant or even i think the baby yeah. was going to be a newborn at the, the babies do like right around yeah within a couple weeks yeah so he's kind of taking the helm of the zanesville half marathon and then we got on the marathon topic anyways he's ran 10 mar he said he'd ran 10 marathons and he actually trains people to run marathons so then i got oh, to oh, pick nice. pick his brain on the training um yeah. 
and I told him I was going to do the run with Hal program. He said, oh, that's a great program. You know, this guy actually ran 10 marathons and he actually had ran Boston. So he ran them well. Oh, wow. Like you have yeah. to qualify for Boston. And yeah. uh, he said the run with Hal program is a great program. And my only question for him was, well, how far out from the race should I start like the training? Because I was the, the run with how you can sign up and you can start it immediately. But it's like, yeah. it doesn't matter. I was like, where should I start? He, and he said, well, it doesn't really matter if you like running. I said, I don't like running. <laughs> like He's, he's like, like, you're in the wrong sport. <laughs> no. He's like, I was like, I'd re- I would prefer to train for it the least amount possible and be successful and prepared. You know, so he said yeah. six, 16 weeks is what he said. That's the, he said, if you do it for 16 weeks, the, the program, he said, you won't get, you, then you can avoid burnout, which is what I want to avoid yeah. burning out on the running. And, yeah. uh, so I think that's, I want to have to start the full, I, he said, just start running now, which I, I ran a few times. I'm going to run like five, six miles a week, average, get, get a little bit of a base build up, and, sure. uh, get full bore into it at 16 weeks. So nice. Kinda. My wife, uh, of course she's been training for the half marathon. Um, and she ran four miles in a row without stopping just a constant four mile run this week legit dude she's she's ahead of me (laughs) she i know she's way ahead of me (laughs) she sounds like she's training for a marathon yeah she's a beast she's really getting out ahead of it uh how has a so the cool thing about the hal higdon program is you only have to run three days a week yeah that's that's That's, not bad that's what she she did the couch to 5k and now you know you worked your way up couch to 10k couch to half marathon you know dang um, oh is that a, another it's like a yeah it's a program similar to yours uh but yeah it's it's uh three days a week as well so that's really not and that big of i mean it... the, the the couch to 5k is uh it's 30 minutes so it <laughs> it's designed to take you from no running at all to being able to run a 5k in 30 minutes and in 30 minutes in 30 minutes <laughs> that's that? that's like it's like roughly a 10 minute mile right oh okay i was like what do you mean in 30 minutes like the program takes you 30 minutes <laughs> yeah well it's it's 30 minutes it's 30 minutes a day three days a week and yeah. you uh you know if at first it's like day one uh, is get off the couch it's like <laughs> walk it's like walk 10 minutes jog five minutes walk 10 minutes you know that sort of thing and then uh it progresses up like quickly to run 10 minutes walk five minutes run 10 minutes and then it's go run for 30 minutes Um, uh so yeah it i mean it it got her i mean she's she ran a 5k a couple weeks ago just you know in our backyard and then she she ran the uh ran the four miles on wednesday yeah that's legit. Running four miles straight is legit. Yeah. Uh, are you you still got your eyes on the Columbus half? Yeah, I'm I'm registered for it, but phew. yeah, it's kind of like we talked about the triangle. I, I gotta shift my triangle a little bit further that way. Yeah, you gotta get up. But that I, but that means that I need to neglect my family. So no, what you're gonna have to start doing is <laughs> n- neglecting your pool. <laughs> right now that right now that pool bubble has been yeah stuck in yeah that, yeah for real <laughs> you ain't kidding 
Well, it, it'll be easier because we're finishing up um, baseball in the next couple weeks. Uh, oh, today yeah. is the last day for flag football. So we'll be done with sports until the fall. Um, yeah. Which we signed both boys up for soccer in the fall. So we're going to be playing double soccer. Right. Yeah. but well, The pool yeah. water is going to be black. In uh, fall, no, no. Well, <laughs> yeah, in, in the fall, it will be. Sure. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, I think it, I don't know. We got a little off topic, but that's fine. But <laughs> I, we will see each other. It's going to be fun talking about training and work life exercise balance. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to change. Uh, that's the the cool thing about setting up a goal like that is you change as a human. Yeah. And the, the cool thing about exercise, we talked about, you know, you don't want to be the guy at the gym that's fit and, and all other aspects of his life is a loser, but you really do, I guess you had to pick one thing to be good at. I guess it probably should be fitness. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, you do learn a lot. A lot of the, the traits you learn in the gym are transferable to other aspects of your life, like the discipline, uh, yeah. the, you know, if you, if you're gonna have a fit body, you know, you got to be able to, you got to have the discipline to go four days a week. And you also got to have the discipline outside of the gym. If you want to actually see results to not eat the crap foods, that's going to yep. totally negate like the results. So, you know, you know, you gain a lot. It's, a, of, it's good to it's good to run a couple miles, but then if you have you know ten beers after that, <laughs> it's like you didn't run a couple miles, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And, and that that's the thing about the uh, the marathons really gonna uh, exemplify. Like, I just won't be able to do you know the ten beer thing and then expect to you gotta do you gotta do seventy five hard, right? I could do it in the middle of it. <laughs> I could. Don't tempt me with a good. Don't tempt me with a good time. (laughs) Hey, seventy-five days is how many weeks? Almost ten. Yeah, so that or sorry, almost it's a little over ten, almost eleven. Well, the thing Uh, about that is, would be seventy-seven. The seventy-five hard thing is to work out two times per day every day. I I'd be a little worried about being overtrained. Full on, I walk up to the start line with Rabdo. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, let's let's get it on. <laughs> oh man, what up? Did you have any current events that you really wanted to talk about? Yeah, I got one for Eating you. At- what is going on with Bud Light? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Quick Bud Light update. I had a guy. I had a guy at work. Um, he he was talking to me about Bud Light. Clearly not oh, a listener of the podcast because uh, he's telling me all about it. And so I uh, yeah, like, oh. you know, I get to talk get to talking with him. And I said, you know what? There's only one thing that Bud Light can do to to correct the ship and to save the day to save the brand. What? There's only one thing that they can do. Can you guess what it is? Me? You want me to guess right now? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. The only thing they can do. There's not there. There's nothing they can do. Oh, there's one thing. Okay. They, what is they signed Donald Trump as a spokesperson and finance his campaign. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, Donald Trump the twenty twenty four Donald Trump presidential campaign presented <laughs> by Bud Light. Then that alien that 
that literally no no because then they, <laughs> they lose every democrat that still drinks it this is i don't know uh, i don't know <laughs> uh, i don't know but because they but they democrats everybody drink, back democrats drink bud light too <laughs> yeah, now I, more than ever that is probably why they haven't done it yet <laughs> That that would get back the twenty five percent that they lost, absolutely. Yeah. But then they'd lose fifty percent, <laughs> probably more than fifty percent. No, no bueno, Jake. That's like their failed. <laughs> that's exactly what can caused you, their problem. <laughs> can you? But could you imagine some of the Trump <laughs> campaign rallies <laughs> if they were presented by Bud Light? It's almost oh yeah, it'd be so, fanatical. They, you know, they. That's twenty five percent. That they they would gain their fanatical drinkers back. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, the the real Bud Light update is they're they're still down. Like they thought this would be a temporary boycott, but that twenty five percent that they lost seems to be just gone. Which and uh, why? Because what you don't you think they're gonna come back? Yeah. Well, they they got rid of. They stopped Alyssa that Heiner, Alyssa Heinersheed and her boss. Yep, they stopped that campaign with that uh, Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan. Uh, yeah, but now yeah. not only have they pissed off all of the people um, that were drinking <laughs> their beer before, but all of the, the the new ones that they gained back through this, they've lost them too. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. By all means, Bud Light has kind of rebuked what they did. I mean, yeah. but I but yeah. their sales still haven't really recovered. Recovered, no. Which is kind of no. interesting. I mean, and I think that's because they pushed everybody to Miller Light and Coors Light, and as we found out, it's all just light beer. <laughs> they figured out. Everybody figured out this tastes the exact same. Like, you know, yeah, it's easy yes. to switch because they all taste the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now there's a bunch of boycotting going on um, uh, other stuff for, yeah for other they're, stuff um, mm -hmm. Kohl's Target they're all under fire um, North Face for North Face it's, it's all the it's pride month right so they're all doing their pride stuff everybody's paying attention uh, yeah but the big the big problem is that you know like Target they've been in the you know they've been under heat for this years ago for the bathroom thing now they're putting <laughs> They're putting uh, all of this pride stuff in the kids section. Um, yeah, I saw that. It's like it's not, it's not babies. It's like you know they have like teens. Right? They have like child mannequins dressed in pride stuff and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they have. Uh, my wife was telling me they have these uh, these kits that that's for designed for little chop boys. your balls off. <laughs> no, to tape them back. <laughs> That's you can, you, you can tape it back so that uh, you can pretend that you don't have one. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, crazy, isn't it? Yep, so, but see, I don't, I don't think I can stop my wife from going to Target. <laughs> she, she, she might divorce me at that point. Like this, this true patriot crap has gone far enough. <laughs> She's really done. <laughs> Uh, but uh, uh, I got another one, uh, Chick-fil-A. They uh, are you a Chick-fil-A fan? No, like food? no, no, not really. I don't see. No? I don't get the hype. I don't get the hype. So, uh, 
Well, it's it's good, and they, you know, they have they have good food. They're yeah. always polite in there. They're you know they're a very uh, Christian focused restaurant, right? Closed on yeah. Sundays, all that stuff. Right. Well, this week they named uh, Eric McReynolds mm-hmm. their vice president of DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a lot of people were freaking out, saying we need to boycott. Chick-fil-A just well, because he, they named this guy. They haven't even made any moves yet. No, did you they see just, he made a statement? <laughs> he made a statement. Did you see it? Okay. Uh-uh. What did he say? I, I saw the guy, and then I saw the statement that he made. He said that they that Chick-fil-A, <laughs> like they said, they haven't made any actions on this statement, but that guy got hired, and then he made this public statement, like, like perfect timing with all this other bullcrap going on, right? Yeah. Uh, he made this public statement that Chick Fil A is going to implement diversity and inclusion into everything they do. <laughs> That's the statement that sparked controversy. Yeah. So yeah. like, they but he kind of has to, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that is it's his job. I guess that's his but, job title, but like, how are you going to implement diversity into freaking frying a chicken sandwich? Like, what the, like, you know? I, well, it's it's through the people that you hire, right? You you hire people know. of all, all shapes, sizes, and colors, and that's <laughs> like, they're like, okay, okay, we're gonna do the work schedule here. We're gonna make sure it's every other white, black, right? Like, <laughs> we can't have two white people but working next to each other. Like, they, these people are. I don't know. I don't know what the what he really meant by that, but I get people people read a couple of lines like that and they can really run with it. Like as far as yeah, you know yeah. this. Yeah, I I don't see Chick Fil A <laughs> putting out um, you know like rainbow colored <laughs> shirts. You know what I mean? Like making their people wear rainbow shirts and no, Jake. Uh, he said everything uh, they do, everything they do. <laughs> well. It's just kind of like, uh, I don't know. I don't. D- diversity, equity, and inclusion does not have anything to do with uh, gay people or trans people, right? It's, it's, this is everybody. This is, um, you know, all, all sorts of races and lifestyles and, and everything. Um, yeah. It's just a general term, um, which, yeah. You know that it kind of goes back to the Bible, where you know Jesus says, "Love your neighbor," right? <laughs> Dude, and, I bet. And I- <laughs> it, it, that is that is a Christian value to love your neighbor, regardless of you know diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? I've been so, reading the Bible lately, and there's some there's some stuff in there you'll just like raise your eyebrows. Like I was reading, uh, I've been flipping it open. <laughs> I really don't want to get there too far, but they uh, there's some lines in there that call for the deaths of like they it calls for you to like kill and exile people that do certain things. <laughs> and I'm like, you, this, uh, like this must be an old are you, one. Uh, are you Old Testament? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a lot like Old Testament. It was like, you know, I yeah, I don't know where I found this thing, but I've been opening up every once in a while, just glancing at a few pages and it was like the I can't even say. I need Gary to help me with this. I'm a novice yeah. Bible stud studier, but it's like Le- Leviticus. Is that how you say it? Leviticus. Leviticus. It was in there. Some of the, there's like a big Leviticus section. And there's all these laws, right? Uh, and it's like uh, there's like laws like a uh, man shouldn't 
shave his hair and a man should let his beard grow. You don't trim your beard. And then there was like, do not have sex with yeah. your, do not have sex with your cousin's wife and like stuff like that. And like, if you have sex, a man that has sex with an animal needs put to death. And like, there's a list of like 25 laws. And you're like, so wow, that is, that is old Testament. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Old, old Testament. God was uh, not, not a fan of, <laughs> of certain things god was harsh man and he's like he was pretty harsh yeah. if you disobey him like you like you have yeah it's crazy this is a little interesting you want to look those up look up yeah. how do you say that word levit levit leviticus leviticus laws and then you'll be able to read them but um yeah but do you think those laws were made because somebody back then like actually did those things right like that's kind of how we get rules now is uh, you know, they, they put they have to put on the the bottle of bleach like "do not drink this" because <laughs> people have drank it in the past. <laughs> right. So what what the thing that stuck out me that's where the tattoos thing is in there too. Yeah. Um, it's like do not mark your body with tattoos or something. Blah blah blah. That's in there. Sure. Um, there's stuff on homosexuality and everything yeah. else like adultery, all the sexual uh, yeah things and. Anyways, what stuck the the beard thing got me is like God would not like this mustache. Like <laughs> I am spitting in his face. Like I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> like says, do not shave your beard. Like oh crap. <laughs> oh man, but whatever. I might by the end of this uh, show, I'm gonna just look like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we didn't really anything else you wanted to talk about with current events. Uh, yeah, uh, big news this week. Uh, we've kind of been waiting on pins and needles for this uh, debt ceiling bill to come through. Uh, basically, they had to come to an agreement like this week, or else the uh, we would have defaulted on our loan. You know caused a huge recession, a lot of job losses and stuff like that. Um, so they were able to get a last minute deal done. Um, it's extended the debt ceiling through 2024. Um, there's a lot of cuts to programs in there. I mean, this is a, you had to get the Republicans and Democrats to both agree on it. Um, Cause the demo, you know, Biden's not going to sign anything that he doesn't want. And, uh, the Republicans aren't going to pass anything through the house that they don't want. So had to get through, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of negotiations. Um, they actually but, had to do their job a little bit. They actually had to do their job a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so they cut a bunch of programs and there's not a whole lot of details about what exactly is gone and what's staying. But um, a couple of things that were noted, uh, at least in the article that I read, there's, uh, $45 billion for this program um, that is going to help out uh, veterans who are recovering from toxic burns. So Damn. That's, I mean, that $45 billion, a lot of money, but I think that if you're going to give it to somebody, you know, veterans are always it's a good option. Like, what, Jesus Christ, like, it, I, is every freaking veteran ever like burned with chemicals or what? That is a lot of money. I don't know. That's a lot of money. Forty-five um, billion. It has also uh, formally ended the freeze on student loan payments. 
So no. those are back. So yeah. that is official now. If you yeah. still got student loans, they're not frozen anymore. No, I that I know that is true, which we did warn you guys before we left on break. Mm-hmm. I did get a call from my uh, federal student loan provider. Oh like, yeah, this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I nice. didn't answer. I didn't answer it. Yeah, but <laughs> I, they did they call me. Did they leave you a message? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't paying it. I ain't paying it uh, back. <laughs> another one. This is kind of vague, but it says that it expedites large-scale energy projects. Um, so I don't know whether that means like drill, baby, drill, or whether we're like. <laughs> Putting up solar panels everywhere, probably a little bit of both. Um, but yeah, it's uh, they're, they're cutting the red tape down. They're going to cut the red tape down. So that, in my opinion, that's a very good thing. Yeah, but whatever means. We'll just have to see it in action. Right. Um, I didn't. I didn't have much. Um, the only article that caught my eye is. Um, you know the this is a bill that's been um introduced and that's being debated and it's a big problem i guess for our country is the foreign purchase of farmland um yes. this is something that's been ramped up lately and my first thought is like why that why are foreign governments allowed to purchase any of our farmland to begin like shouldn't that be illegal well it's not but they're yeah. currently working through they're currently realizing that it is actually a national security threat to let China buy a bunch of U S farmland because by by God, they will do it. And, you know, I'm sure they have many ways and that they can hide their, um, you know, who, who actually is buying this, like behind shill companies and everything else. Like it's, it's a big problem and there's no reason for us to sell away our farmland. And I, and I get it. Like th- these farmers work hard and they're tired of farming. It's not fun. I'm and sure. it's like a, it's an unappreciated, appreciated thing. But, you know, these, they get bought, they buy out the family farm and they're operating still, but under, you know, the ownership of foreign, yeah. uh, foreigners well, and foreign governments. I guess it, it's a, it's a problem. It's a, it's a security yeah. threat. Yeah. Well, most of a lot of the meats that you see, uh, you know, when you go to the grocery store, that is all owned by Chinese companies, right? And no, I didn't know that. Yeah, no. a, a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of our meats and foods in general are are from Chinese companies. Um, they're they're produced in the U.S., but they're owned by Chinese companies. Yeah, in the for the most part. Um, so the so when <laughs> when a Chinese company uh, buys something. Right, they are funded by their government because that's the way that their government works. So it is, it is an actual company in China that is doing all of this buying, but they're funded. They're using the government's money to do it. So who really owns it? Right? Yeah, they're communist. Chinese government owns everything in China. Right. Yeah, it's not. So, it's bad. It's too late already. It's, yeah, it's it's way past. So, but you know. I don't buy meat at the grocery store. Luckily, we buy it locally. Um, yeah. I I get my eggs locally now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got it. my cousin started selling 
she's got 40 chickens and I got in on the weekly fresh egg service. I'm pretty pumped about awesome. that. Yeah. yeah. Just do what you can to not support Chinese takeover of the uh, (laughs) American food sources. Yep. That's a good idea. (laughs) I mean, I realize that's not going to be possible in every aspect of your life, but when you see an opportunity and you can, you should take it uh, with everything you do. I'm not going to sit here and be a a hypocrite and, oh yeah, buy U.S. made, or you're a freaking bum, or you're not a true patriot but when, <laughs> just yeah. do those little things that you can when you can and it will help and make a difference uh yep. yeah not a big difference but <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, the, the policies need to be put in place that are you they know, do. gonna, yeah. gonna protect the country and national security from this stuff man yeah and it sounds like both sides are you know, Republicans and Democrats are both realizing that this is an issue and putting a stop to it. And if yeah. that doesn't tell you that this is a big issue, I don't know what does, right? It's the only thing that they can agree on. Right. <laughs> right. So that's going through the lawmakers right now. Um, yeah. What the crap? What the crap? What the crap? Uh, I got um, United States Air Force is testing out. Um, drones powered by artificial intelligence that's um, scary they were, that is very scary uh, and here is why they were doing a uh, uh running a simulation with this drone and having it lock on to targets um and they were trying to test whether uh they could tell it no and um you know it locks onto a target destroy the target yes or no and then if they wanted to make sure they could tell it no right um well the it, they gave it simulated targets to destroy um however it, it locked onto the operator which is a real target and it killed him no way yeah what so, yeah That's, so, so that so that their simulation first of- failed that is that the first official like death from we got to charge this AI with murder. How do you do that? You got to scrap the program. <laughs> that is a murderous program. That's, yeah, but if you're the military, that's kind of what you want, right? <laughs> you just got to you just got to train it better. Yeah, my gosh, dude. That's that's scary. crazy. That's scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like a that's nuts. That's the world we're headed to. I mean, we're yeah. here. We've arrived. We've arrived in the AI murdering human era. <laughs> Terminator, here we come. Yes, the Terminator <laughs> drone is here. That's great. What the There's crap. only one man that can save us. We need What's Arnold. His- <laughs> I thought Arnold was the Terminator. No, Arnold's yeah. the bad guy. Sa- sa- saving us from Arnold, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I forget the main. So character. he's the guy that would know how to. He's the guy who would know how to beat him. It was John something. I I don't know. I I'm late on my Terminator <laughs> stuff, but <laughs> you got to go back in time and kill him. <laughs> yeah. The all this AI we need, stuff. We need to we need to send Arnold back in time. Now he's on our side. <clears throat> 
Uh, he must defeat himself. Arnold. I can't. I can't get over Arnold. What he said during COVID. Still, you you hear? What you he said, "Screw your freedoms," and then he wanted to lay down all these mandates. Like that was like his big sound bite from COVID. <laughs> Screw your freedom. <laughs> I'm just like up. Oh. No. <laughs> well, he's not from this country, so he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. <laughs> um, my what the crap is a man. He's a doctor. Uh, fertility doctor in the U.S. His name is Morris Wartman. He's 72. Well, he's come under flack lately. He was a fertility doctor in New York, and he's been accused of using his own sperm to impregnate a lot of these women coming in, and they'd, they'd want a sperm donor. Well, you, it's supposed to be like random from the donor bank or whatever, and I think they kind of yeah. get to choose, you know, Apparently, anytime they're, I don't know this guy's race, but apparently, anytime you could get away with it, <laughs> it was going to be his sperm. All right. So, all of his, he's doing it himself. You know, he's, he's spreading his seed all over the, the country. Uh, you know, and these women were, you know, he's entered a big lawsuit for this. It, they found out they all look like him. Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't know, so they found this out. But, <laughs> That's not really the news here. The news here is this doctor has recently died. He's he he made his own airplane, and the airplane has crashed. This dude wanted to do everything himself, and it eventually cost him in the end. He built his own airplane and crashed it as well. This guy thought he was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. <laughs> That's my what the crap. <laughs> So since he's since he died, uh, does he have to split his inheritance up between all of these uh, kids? I don't that know. He gave the sperm to the moms. Yeah. I don't know how that works, man. <laughs> the fertility world is a all that stuff is some weird. You know they don't they don't even have the laws figured out. I mean, I'm sure it's active litigation. Yes. Now, yeah, now all these that's a baby daddy, yeah, no kidding, that's crazy. Who knows? Probably, honestly, it you know, I'm sure somebody is mad enough about that to feel violated enough and want something for what he's done. Um, yep, that's all I got. That's my only what the crap. We got on all right sports. I have not been paying attention to sports at all. Well, I got a, I got a couple stories for you. Um, as far as the games go, it's we're we're in the middle of the NBA finals, um, and oh, we're yeah. in the middle of the NHL finals. So, oh, who's playing in those? The, is it the Nuggets? The Nuggets versus the Heat. Um, so yeah, the Nuggets are heavily favored there. Uh, What's like the series? Gonna, they won. They won game one, so it's uh, we're I think game two's tonight. Oh, really? Uh, but they're look they're looking like they're just gonna kind of walk right through it, no problems there. Really? They I thought the Heat they were kind of stacked though. Uh, the Heat are the Heat are a very tough team, um, and they're very well coached. And Jimmy Butler's a dog, but um, yeah, they're just 
too much talent in, with the Nuggets. Um, really? Young, they got young yeah. talent or what? Yeah, they got um, – Nikola Jokic has been – he was the MVP the last couple of years, and then he should have won it again this year. Um, he's the best player in the league. You know, he's a big man that kind of does it all. Uh, and then they got Jamal Murray. That's He's a great scorer. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're a very, very good team. Gotcha. Um, so they'll probably end up winning it. Uh, oh, crap. NHL, NHL, they got Vegas versus Florida. Hold on. All right. Okay. Yeah. So NHL, um, they're starting up, and they it's uh, Florida Panthers versus uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Um, so not really an exciting final, even for hockey fans. It's <laughs> uh, they they seem they seem a little bit disappointed. Those are kind of. Uh, like Vegas is is small, uh, or the, like the fan base is small, just because they they new just team. started up in like the last five years or so. Um, and then Florida, nobody in Florida cares about hockey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not really a hockey town. <laughs> they just got a team full of freaking Canadians and Minnesota and Northern people. Yeah, like, they're stuck in down in Florida. Like, <laughs> like, hey, where's the ice, man? <laughs> <laughs> but the uh yeah i don't know man uh but it is yet another year with no uh canadian team winning the stanley cup so <laughs> it's been quite a while what are um, they what are the canadian teams there's like uh there's a good bit of them they're, i said i didn't really realize yeah, that the big the big one is uh toronto maple leafs they're kind of like uh, yeah they're, they're like the main one but yeah they're they're all over the entire coast to coast in Canada. Okay, there's seven. There's seven. I, I I found that weird. I guess I, I never really thought about it like that. Is the inner uh, national league? It is. Kinda, yeah, kind of yeah. rare, isn't it? But yep. it's a mainstream. So there's seven. Well, there is Toronto. Uh, Toronto also has the Raptors in the NBA, right? And they have the Blue Jays in the in MLB. Yeah, Toronto. Toronto is just like a. U.S. city. It's like a honor it honorary. It's, it's very close. Yeah. <laughs> so we got the Montreal Canadiens. Is that still a team? Yep. yep. Toronto Maple Leafs, Vancouver Canucks, Edmonton yep. Oilers, Calgary yep. Flames, Ottawa Senators, yep. and Winnipeg Jets. Yep. That's all of them. All right. That is interesting. Yeah. Um, we've started up new season of the Ultimate Fighter. Um, we talked about that previously. That started this week, so episode one is already out. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did the way they broke the season down. It's uh, it's prospects versus vets. So it ha- they've got uh, guys who have kind of bounced around the UFC and then kind of got kicked out. Uh, they just couldn't couldn't quite cut it. Those are the um, vets. Those are the vets, and then they have guys that are up and coming that are like just turned pro and. Uh, that are like, you know, trying to make a name for themselves and get into the UFC for the first time. Yeah. Um, and they've, they've got two weight classes, um, 135 and 155. So Conor McGregor wins the coin toss and he gets oh, to he- choose which group. Uh, he, he says immediately, he says, I want, I want the prospects from 155 because that's what he was coming up. <laughs> He's like, I want the young guys. They're hungry. Like, 
we're gonna we're gonna fight with a chip on our shoulder. I want the I want the prospects. <laughs> and then he ends up getting the prospects for both uh weight class because Michael Chandler, the other coach, he wants the uh he wanted the vets. So the vets one fifty five. The vet, he, yeah, vets one fifty five and vets one thirty five. Prospects one fifty five and one one thirty five. So Connor's got it, both prospects. So is Connor and Mike Chandler fighting at the end or what? Yeah, they'll, yeah, they're gonna fight. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like uh, <laughs> like the first season of Ultimate Fighter. I don't know if this is true or not, but like <laughs> in my head, I'm like that they had a house full of just average yes. Joe's. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. they're like, winner, whoever's the best fighter here, you're a professional fighter now. Like, yeah. It's, well, it's the, not the same at all anymore. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> because there's a lot more. It wasn't, mixed martial arts wasn't what it is today, right? Yeah. It was It was very small and you had like, uh, almost like underground fights that were these guys were doing, right? Yeah. Um, so the, they were taking like guys who were like, just boxers or kickboxers or this is uh, yeah jujitsu guys that were like amateurs almost or um, like this is uh this is joe morris he's a mechanic at the local <laughs> caterpillar he beats everybody's ass every weekend <laughs> yeah so, so then now they have like all of these minor leagues right and they're they're taking like the best guys yeah. from these other leagues so right yeah. right way different animal it was it was way pretty different. cool we like grew up in the era when mixed martial arts was like becoming formed, it was coming man, up. It, yeah, it was really cool to watch. Yeah, yeah. It now was. it's like everybody's a mixed martial artist. Yeah, yeah. Not a yeah. not. This is not a wrestler <laughs> fighting a kickboxer. Right. Yeah. Everybody's well rounded. <laughs> everybody's well rounded because that's how that's how, how the sport has, that's how the sport formed. It wasn't which one was yeah. best. It morphed into. They all are. You just got to take certain things and be well rounded. Yeah, yeah. Um, LSU football. Oh, uh, they have they have announced that they are going to be wearing air conditioned helmets this year. I saw that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, so that is company. Crazy. The company named Tiger Air. They uh, invented these air conditioned helmets that will last up to five hours on a single charge and the helmets will last about four years a piece before you got to replace them. Dude, talk about the pussification of America. <laughs> <laughs> right now oh LSU get, it gets hot down there. It's muggy. It's humid, but dude, come on. It's football. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Man. what is, um, so by air conditioning, it can't actually be cold air, right? It's got to be just a fan, right? Like, what is an air-conditioned helmet? Yeah, that's what I don't know. I mean, I guess you, that... I mean, air conditioning would be like you got a compressor taking in and <laughs> compressing, you know? And then, <laughs> but Dude. I don't know how I don't know how you put that in the helmet. Um, hey, uh, now that you can't do helmet to helmet hits, maybe they will have fucking. Freon in the in their head. <laughs> this is the um this is the we're gonna like football is gonna eventually turn into like a freaking they, these guys are gonna be like cyborgs out there it's gonna oh, be yeah, like for sure <laughs> for sure i'm surprised they're allowing it i mean 
honestly, that one so one team like have has nobody else signed up for this uh, experiment it, or? Yeah, uh, I, they're the only ones I know of. But if it, if it's successful, I would guess that they're probably going to start putting them all over the place. They'll so start under in the south, and then they'll come up north, right? And so, then it'll yeah. trickle down to high schools. <laughs> right. I mean, if if it gives them an advantage, uh, everybody's going to do it. But it still yeah. kind of seems dumb. I don't know. You know, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. I wonder if so. Th- was this after spring ball they announced it? Did they try them out already? Or I think that yeah, I think they tried them out during spring ball and then said, "Yep, we're gonna at least during practice." Yeah, is all spring ball is, I guess. But yeah, they uh, they it's, it's official. They're gonna do. We'll see. We'll see if it uh, makes any difference. I would love to like have one and see. You know, to see yeah. one, put it on. Yeah, like, that'd be cool. Um, it's gonna, it it's going to be interesting to see like if they're playing like Mississippi <laughs> on a hot night. Um, oh my god, these and, LSU players are freaking going ham still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the heat is not affecting them at all. Them boys got <laughs> air conditioning in their helmet. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, if it's a primetime game and they're and they're they seem much better conditioned than. Uh, the other team because it's hot and you know the other team's got guys cramping up and LSU's like waiting on them to get off the field. Uh, mm. I, I could see this thing taking off for sure. Dude, I feel like there's good. I wonder how loud the fans are. Like, like there's gonna be like uh, all yeah. these offensive linemen are gonna have their fans <laughs> cranked up to the max, and they're just gonna be like a half second late off the ball or false start. And that's why you gotta watch the ball. <laughs> God damn it! Turn your turn your fans down. <laughs> All these big hog mollies they're gonna be like pranking them. They're gonna yeah. figure out how to make their fan go even faster. <laughs> you know how people like juice their power wheels for their stuff. Yeah, these, these big linemen are gonna juice up their helmets. <laughs> it's gonna be a new thing: helmet, helmet, uh, bug, helmet gate. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, uh, I got one more story for you. Um, so, are you a country music fan? Yeah, I'd say I am. I, I like all music. Uh, yeah. So there is a country music festival going on this weekend, uh, last night and tonight, um, called Railbird Fest. It's down in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, I was actually going to go to this because the guy that played last night, his name's Zach Bryan. Familiar with Zach Bryan? Yeah. A little yeah. bit of chicken fried. Go nope, that's Zach Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, Zach Bryan is, uh, he's just, he's he's my favorite artist. He's uh, he's puts on a hell of a show. Uh, all of his shows are sold out. You well, can't what's he sing that I know? Uh, his most popular song is "Something in the Orange." Oh, you're gonna have to sing it, man. <laughs> I can't do it justice. I I don't know what I don't know. You think I've had to have heard it? I would say uh, there. His other one is uh, "Heading South." You might have heard that one. I don't know, bro. Uh, well, look him up. He's awesome. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, Thanks. even better live. 
I'm interested. Even better live. So, uh, here's the problem. Uh, they announced this lineup, and I mean, they, it's a pretty stacked lineup. It's a good, a good festival. Um, they announced it in December, and people started buying tickets and booking up hotels and Airbnbs and everything uh, mm-hmm. in the surrounding area. And at the same time, um, they have Kentucky high school state tournaments uh, for baseball and softball and track and tennis being hosted at the University of Kentucky, which is in Lexington. Yeah. Um, so that so there's more people buying up hotels and uh, Airbnbs. <laughs> that that town is full. Well, <laughs> they also have the college baseball World Series going on, and the, the University of Tucky, Kentucky qualified to host a regional. So they oh, have my. them plus uh, Ball State University, uh, University of Indiana, and West Virginia. That's insane. Um, all of those teams are coming in to play a you know a regional tournament uh, for the World Series, College World Series. <laughs> none of the well that was announced a couple weeks ago like a week before the event uh, you know it's kind of like march madness you don't really know where you're going until the brackets announced so right. none of these guys knew where they were going until the bracket was announced um and by that point all of the hotels are booked up everything is booked up there's that's nothing insane. in town for so any they- of these places to stay <laughs> that's insane so kentucky kentucky found a solution for them university of kentucky says you guys can just stay in our dorms. We have extra room in our dorms. So they're putting up teams in the dorms on the University of Kentucky's campus, and they're charging the teams ninety-two fifty per room, ninety-two dollars and fifty cents per room okay, in their that's dorm. Re- <laughs> that's reasonable, but the dorms—they probably got nice dorms. But that's crazy. I'm sure, I'm sure they picked the nicer dorms to get you know let them stay in, but. So, dude, it's yeah. so bad that, that even the teams just to play in these games have to stay in the door. So there's going to be no fans, like, at these games. like Probably not, yeah. That's awful. And, what a, unless, they want, unless they want to stay, like, in Louisville, <laughs> which is, what, like, two hours away. What a perfect storm, like. And it's not, it's not like there's a lot of hotels, like, around Kentucky, right? Like we've driven yeah. through Kentucky. There's not a lot of choices for hotels. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot. Go, I mean, bluegrass state, man. Uh, there's a lot of yeah. distilleries which you like to go to. A lot of distilleries. And you can't. And that was another reason at- I wanted to go to this concert was because then I could hit the <laughs> distilleries while I'm down there. <laughs> I know, I know. That's the only reason you you like make up excuses. Like, oh, we got to go th- down to Kentucky again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, we're going to Florida. How about we drive? Because then we got to go through Kentucky. Babe, there's this awesome concert. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. That's a good one. Yeah, um, kind of a kind of crazy. Well, this week, um, you know, we got the Biden gaffe or the Trump laugh. Uh, you know, it's not even. I'm not even happy about it anymore. I mean, I mean, I, there's not really much to say. It's a Biden no. gaffe. It's a Biden gaffe. You know, it's kind of more of a picture. I mean, yeah. you know, he felt. It's not he that felt, he. It's not that he said anything. It's more of a video. It's more of a more elder abuse going on. 
I mean, I'm sure everybody's heard of this by now, but you know, he's at the Air Force Academy graduation ceremony. He took a tumble. He's felt fallen and he couldn't get up. Like he he was they spent a couple seconds trying to get up on his own. He's just like falling back down. He's like he needs like life alert. Like he it, does. It's and, bad. And he, he looked like the look on his face, he was like, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it was kind of scary. So uh I guess we'll just see what Trump had to say about this. Uh is it, <laughs> it so we kind of got both here. Both. Yeah. He did. He did. <laughs> he just fell on what stage? He's at the Air Force Academy. I got yeah, Trump's, Trump's acting like he doesn't know what happened. I hope he wasn't hurt. I hope he wasn't hurt. But it's the whole thing is, look, the whole thing is crazy. You got to be careful about that. You got to be careful about that because you don't you don't want that. Even if you have to tiptoe down a ramp, you got to tip. <laughs> like an ice cream. You know, it's a safe, because that was the best speech I think I've ever made. <laughs> and it was pouring rain, and it was horrible. Uh, he's instantly oh, talking about himself. <laughs> we were like an ice skating rink, and it was like 25 feet long, and i talking to the general, and he has boots on, you know, big combat boots, and they're rubber soles, and I have nice leather boots. And uh, I say, you know what, General, get ready. If I grab you, you just get ready, because I got this stupid ramp that somebody put up. And uh, there's no stairs, right? And I said, so I tiptoed down, and I suffered for that. They never covered my speech. But everybody, the, the smart people understood that. But uh, that's too bad. If you fell, it's too bad. Look, it's just, yeah, the winds. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you know, we got we to gotta just get this thing back on track. That, that's, a, that's a bad place to fall when you're making, the, I think it was the Air Force Academy, right? She's making... That's not inspiring. Go ahead. So that reminds me of that song, Tiptoeing in my jaw. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh man, that is true. That those uh, dress shoes are quite they slick. slick. Yep. They are slick. Uh, anyways, you ready to get this show back on the rails? All right. Here we go. Repent, then, and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Acts 3.19. What's that mean? It means that if you give a special pray to God, then... um. All your sins that happened in the past, in the past, would God would forgive. Yep. And then what happens? And you would get you would go to heaven when you die. Your soul will go to heaven. Awesome. Good job, buddy. All right. There you have it. That's the show. Read them all.